And then you have to remember that on Instagram, in this world of mm -hmm. social media, people post what they want you to see. Nobody's posting the negative things. Hey, I'm Ziggy, not your average girl, a very big dreamer. I'm an island girl, which means there's flavor, sweetness, a bit of spice, and maybe sometimes a tad bit of sour, but I can sure I'm the full package. And I'm Lori. I'm super big on being there for my friends and family, and I'm excited about nearly everything. And, and we're, we're the, the hosts of Let's, Let's Get, Get Candid. Candid. We're both 20-somethings based in the beautiful Turks and Caicos who are just trying to figure out life as it comes. Let's Get Candid is all about having the kind of conversations that no one even mentions prior to being thrown into the world of adulthood. Every week, we're bringing on new guests who help us to dive deeper into the topics as we explore new perspectives on relationships, self-love, family matters, and business. There is no stone left unturned at Let's Get Candid. Each episode, you'll get deeper glimpses into our lives and hopefully learn from our own experiences along the way. All, all right, right, all right, right. I, I think, think we've, we've done, done enough formalities for now. now. Let's Get, get Candid. Welcome back to another episode of Let's Get Candid. I'm your host, Ziggy, with my amazing co-host. I'm your girl, Lori. And today we have an amazing segment for you. So we're going to be talking about your season of singleness. Girls, I know you may feel like, you know, who wants to be single, right? But I believe that there's a purpose and there's a reason. And you have to dig deep to kind of figure out, like, you know, what should you learn in a season of singleness? So to help us to, to indulge into this conversation, we have Miss Jonah Messon with us. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yes. So I'm Jonah. Jonna Messam. Um, I'm happy to be joining you guys. I am in the tourism industry here in Turks and Caicos. I sell travel. I'm a travel expert, so fun to be here. <laughs> I love that idea of I sell travel. That's a really yeah, cool yeah. way to I put it. You know? I sell experiences. I'm a dream maker. You should maker. say that. <laughs> You're an experience maker. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and in being an experience mm -hmm. maker, I think it's great to have you here so we can talk about the experiences... <laughs> Of, of saying on this, but also the experience you make for yourself, you know, in life, because I think it's really important that as you go about your day to day, you're making sure that you are the one who's being taken care of. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I think oftentimes we forget about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So definitely I'm excited to see what happens with this conversation. I'm to be here. <laughs> and we have courage juice. Oh, <laughs> We've got liquid courage on the table. So it Don't judge should, us. It should be a good time for mm -hmm. us to get candid on Let's Get Candid. So ladies, I think we're going to have fun, right? We're going to have fun. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm guys, ready. make sure you stay tuned right after this break. We'll be back to talk about singleness with John Amessa. This message is brought to you by Island Bargains. All right, so welcome back to Let's Get Candid. Right before we left, we had just started to introduce our topic, which is singleness and embracing it, the experiences you feel with it. So ladies, I want to know, when you think of singleness, now this is a weird one to throw out, but what is the first word you think of when it comes to singleness? Freedom. <laughs> Exploration. Okay. <laughs> For me, shoots, I should have thought about that before I asked the question. <laughs> For myself, I think it would be just, I don't know, selfishness. 
You know, but the good kind of selfish, mm-hmm. where yeah. it's like, it's me. after you've poured into so many different people, so mm-hmm. many different things, and when you finally get around to saying, you know what, I don't have to worry about anybody you, else. Yeah. I could go to bed and not be concerned about what's happening somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I feel good. Let yeah, me... you don't want to be concerned about what's happening. No, you know, so I think, for me, selfishness. <laughs> no, definitely. Because... For me right now, I'm like, I love my peace and quiet. I love going home and it's just quiet and it's like, nobody's stressed out. Like how you said, like, you don't have to worry about like, what are they doing? Hmm. I wonder what they doing. Where they is? Why they not expect this message? Just, it's getting real late. You know? I mean, I just throw myself in bed. I go see, watch Netflix and I wake up and I say, let's get started. You think <laughs> of that meme day? that's like the girl with her head on her pillow. <laughs> but I sleep well knowing that no one is cheating on me. No one. Peacefully. <laughs> and I think it's like what you said with freedom too, just having so many options to do what you want to do, mm-hmm. to live how you want to live, and you're not being so concerned about mm-hmm. if that's directly impacting uh-huh. this other person. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, so... Because I think also, like, when you're in that period of singleness, right, and or when you're dating someone and, you know, that freedom, because they want to, like, really... Sometimes it depends on the situation or the person they want to tell you what to do or they might be like, no, you shouldn't do this. And sometimes it's for selfish reasons and then you being a, being an empathetic person or, you know, just wanting to be there for that person. Like, well, maybe not. And you might sometimes, you know, sell yourself short because you're trying to be there for that person. But I feel like when you're definitely in that period of singleness, you like explore yourself and you get to know yourself on another level that you're like, you can tell when someone is like, you know, crossing that line of, it's selfish mm-hmm. and it's not like with my best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, Jana, how does your freedom look? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that has changed over the years. I think right now, freedom for me, I mean, you you said selfishness, you said exploration. Yes, exploration. And I think the three of those go hand in hand because when you have freedom to be able to explore and be selfish and Think about yourself and not have to compromise and actually figure out who you are, what you want. Um, Then you're able to, I guess, prepare yourself for coming out of that season of singleness. So for me, I think it's changed. Initially, it was just selfishness. I just, I was in a relationship for so long. So I was like, okay, well. Now I want to know who I am outside of mm-hmm. a relationship, you know. And then it was after figuring out who I was, it was knowing exactly what I want. And then the things that you want changes, you know, as you change, the yeah. things that you want change. As you grow, as you mature, as you accomplish things, your goals and your desires change as well. So um, I can't say that um, it's something that it's been one thing. Mm-hmm. The entire time, it's definitely evolved. But I think now my single, my season of singleness looks like preparation. Ooh, preparation for the ring. Pre- pre- preparation <laughs> for what? For the next step for the guy. The guy. The ring. The I mean, like, guy. guy. Yeah. I feel that, you know, because I think I, I wholeheartedly agree when you say it's like preparation. Because we've had conversations before where we're talking about, you know, I want to make sure that I have A, B, and C lined Mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. So that way, when this guy comes and finds me, because he got complications. When he comes Mm -hmm. and finds me, you know, I I got things. You ready. Ready. And it's like, 
All right, let's go, honey. I got you. Boom. Right? Though it may be a case where, you know, maybe we're asking for a lot to have A, B, and C already yeah. lined up. But the mental of having it that way. And, mm -hmm. you know, what's interesting to me when I think about the words that we gave is that we gave pretty positive words. And they're all tied into each other, yeah, too, as well. You know, mm -hmm. these are positive words that we think about with singleness. But I want to know, have either of you experienced singleness in a way where you looked at it negatively? Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I'm alone. And everybody else is in a relationship and they're happy. Like, what is going on here? And then, because I've always been this person with connected, like being connected. Mm -hmm. And I know someone's going to say something because I'm itching to say a scripture. But God has created us to be connected with people, right? right? In the beginning, God created Adam and Eve. He saw that it was not right for men to be alone. And he created him a companion. So God has always created us to be connected with people. And I love to be connected with people. So for me, it always felt really weird when, you know, I was single. But what I've come to learn now is that being single is really not that bad because you get an opportunity to, re like I said, explore yourself first. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes you feel like I could be in a relationship and still explore myself. And yes, you can do it. But sometimes there's some things you just need to explore on your own without having another person there because you might you might be exploring, but you the way in which it might turn or the things you might learn, I feel like. It might be different just because you also have to think about that there's someone else there. But when it's just you, it's like my focus is on myself and I don't have to worry about that. I think for me personally, I have experienced similarly to you where it's just like I've had that negative thought where it's like, ah, gosh, I'm alone. Everybody seems to be together. All of a sudden, everybody's Getting in marriage. marriage. I'm telling everybody you. Everybody having a baby. <laughs> I oh, the babies I'm wearing, but that right now. I so. know what she said. All of a sudden, everybody doing things, and I hear like, "Am I doing nothing?" Right? And for me, I think it was very early on where I just started thinking to myself, "Gosh, what I want is to have a relationship. I want to be happy." And my problem was I associated relationship with, with happy. happy. Yeah. And. I'm, I'm <laughs> after having many conversations with different people regarding what is it that Lauren actually wants mm -hmm. in her life? Mm -hmm. It's like I realized that that association was holding me back a mm -hmm. lot because I started getting so caught up in the thought of will I find somebody? And it's like, no, oh, chill, chill, it's okay. You can come. But I think for me, it's about perspective. Mm -hmm. um, the negative aspect of singleness sets in when your perspective is a negative one. If you look at your season of singleness as an opportunity to grow, to learn about yourself, to learn about the things that you like versus the things you don't like, mm -hmm. what you would, what your hard limits are, what you would say, okay, I could let that slide. If you mm -hmm. take this season as just a learning opportunity or a growth opportunity, um, then you wouldn't see it as a negative thing. But if you look at it as, oh, I'm putting a corner or there's this is a small pond and there's not enough fish in it and you see it from, you know, a perspective of you're lacking instead of gaining, then you're going to see it in a negative way. But I think once your perspective changes, then it changes your outlook on how you see your season. Mm -hmm. And also, too, just to add to that, that, sometimes, you know, we look at people's relationships and we're like, oh, my gosh, they're so happy. But you just don't ever know what's going yeah. on. So you'd be like, sometimes you sure. would be happy to be 
by yourself and not caught up in certain things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I started to look at it like that. Like, you know, yeah, it might look good, but, you know, I don't know what's going on. So, you know, it's good exactly. for you. Thank God for you. But, like, I don't know what happened. And then you have to remember that on Instagram, in this world of mm-hmm. social media, people post what they want you to see. Mm-hmm. Nobody's posting the negative things, the right? So, yeah, they post it. No one posts them when they're climbing through someone's window and <laughs> stalking them. Nobody's going to post that. Wouldn't that stuff. be exciting and, if they did, though? I mean, it would. They're not posting every time they block, unblock. It's blocked. It's right. Block. So, mm-hmm. you can't look at, oh, God, this person looks because you really don't know what the drama or on. turmoil or, you know, whatever is happening outside of that one picture or post. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's funny you guys both say this because. I always say that when I turned 23, it was like the world exploded around me because <laughs> I started learning too much information. <laughs> and it was just it was like, overload. You, yeah, it was it was information overload where now I'm I'm seen as an adult now. So the adults in my life are willing to talk to me about relationships and depth. And talk and around you. Talk like, around me about relationships and depth. And I'm here thinking and hearing these things. I'm like, oh, wait, no, no, that's going to Right. <laughs> And I'll never forget, like, I, I've i always heard my mom say it before, but it was only in this past year have I really started to take that on and realize, you know what, Lauren, mind your business, <laughs> where she always used to say, don't want what other people have because you don't know what they had to do to get it. Exactly. You don't lie. <laughs> you like, don't lie. Child, and what I, they have to do to keep it. What they have to do to keep it. And it's That's just, the other part of the story. <laughs> yo, when I really sit back and think about it, I always say to people now, it's like, Singleness is fun. <laughs> it's real exciting. I have no, I have no concerns when it comes to anybody. None I ain't got no emotional things. You won't fall out with yourself. Yeah, so. I ain't gonna fall out with myself. Most I have nobody lying to me. Make me mad. I mm-hmm. divorce them all the time, though, so it's fine. <laughs> but like those kind of things, where it's just you, you see what what people are showing you, like Jonna said. Mm-hmm. But it's it's easy to get caught up into mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. maybe they're posting. All the time, twenty four seven. But don't catch him out on that one single minute where she can't stand him, he can't stand her. <laughs> even, in they walk, even in silence, even in silence, walk into the same place, but they go in separate directions. It's like no, they come to the place and in different cars, you walk in together. <laughs> Didn't know each other were going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and it's things like that where it's just like, man, you know, peace. <laughs> There's peace. There's <laughs> peace. Listen, but saying that, <laughs> this is a story. I remember oh I was in a. In a relationship, and this guy was just—I realized because I'm just really calm, and he just kept talking, talking, talking. And I was in my mind just saying, "God, give me a piece, give me a piece." Because if I say something, <laughs> ain't no going back after this. So he oh, just there talking. I just like, "God, give me a piece, give me a piece, give me a piece, give me a piece." Because it ain't working out after this. Uh, and I, you know, sometimes when you ask God, for me, <laughs> like that meme where it's just like, "I ask God to remove my enemies, and they took away my friends and my boyfriend," <laughs> like. Oh, everybody is gone. And it's like, oh, you ain't had to say it that loud no more. <laughs> you know, but it's things like it with your chest. Say it with your chest. But it's things like that where it's just, you know, you're asking for these things. And I think sometimes we don't know what we ask for. We didn't really want it. We just asking because it's not mm-hmm. good to ask. Like, you know, let us know. It's like, God show me the red flags and God out here showing you on red panel. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, could, could never be. No, send me another no, one. No, no, oh, that one looks a little pink. Um, it's something else? The color's a little strange, mm. you know? <laughs> so, ladies, thinking about these kind of things with singleness, where it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, we're battling the different emotions as we're entering into it. How is it going through it now? Like, 
what what are you doing where it makes singleness something you enjoy while you're experiencing it? Um, I think for me, I had to learn to enjoy doing things by myself and not thinking about how it made me look, like going to dinner by myself um, while, you know, most people are either out as a couple or out as a family, um, sitting down in a bar by myself or even going out to, you know, dancing or something like that alone um, because, you know, those things, you will, I thought about it. I don't know if everybody thinks about it, but those are things that you think of and it's like, oh gosh, are people going to look at me like the lonely girl at the bar or <laughs> the lonely girl that's sitting down having dinner by herself? So I had to embrace doing that alone and enjoying my own company because if you don't enjoy your own company, nobody else will. How do you expect people to enjoy your company? <laughs> so um, I think not forcing, but showing myself that I could appreciate things about myself and do things on my own that were enjoyable. I think that for me was was a part of the process of going through, you know, the season and enjoying the season. I feel like as well for me, I've had to learn how to enjoy doing things on my own. You know, um, I think it helped me moving away to England because Initially, I didn't have loads of friends when I went, so I'd mm -hmm. go to the museum alone. I'd go have lunch alone. So having those kind of experiences definitely pushed me to get out of this box mm -hmm. of thinking, you know, I, I look Get to be with a yeah, bunch yeah. of friends or mm -hmm. a boyfriend. Like you have to always have, have people around. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you got to get comfortable with yourself. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's, <laughs> it's It's hard. just you. <laughs> it's just you. And child, sometimes you got to learn to like you, too. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, so what about you, Vee? For me, I think it is that just learning how, like, not having to feel like you need to, to be anything for anyone. So for me, it's just being myself and not feeling like, okay, would they like that? Would they not like that? Or being subjected to someone's opinions of, I think you should do this and I think you should be this. It's me just being myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that I probably never really did a lot of. So now to be single and just in my own space, I'm just doing whatever feels right for me mm -hmm. and without having someone to say, maybe you should read here like this. You should do this, like not feeling subjected to someone else's opinions or idea of who I should be mm -hmm. just for them. I think that's important too because when you look at it, child, you got to love me for me. <laughs> no, every inch, every piece. <laughs> every, you got to love me for me. Yesterday we were just talking about how flaws and all, you have to find that person mm -hmm. who is going to appreciate all those bits. It's mm -hmm. not going to be easy, mm -hmm. but you've got to enjoy this because Dollar is the package. Right. But I think first mm -hmm. it starts with us really having that like introspection, like mm -hmm. taking a look inside mm -hmm. and, and finding out if we really like these things about ourselves, That's right? True. Because if we're completely comfortable with ourselves, then someone's opinion, Doesn't even matter. in a relationship, shouldn't bother us. It'll just be one of those things where it's like, oh, well, he learned to love this eventually. Or, yeah. you know, because you're so comfortable with you and there's no changing mm -hmm. whatever that, you know, that level yeah. of comfort is. So I think a huge part of the season of singleness that you go, that you are stepping through um, is learning yourself, like really, truly learning yourself and Figuring out the parts of yourself that you love 
And then the parts that probably need to change. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the parts that can change. And just mm-hmm. accepting that mm-hmm. that is who I am. And the person that God has created me for will see that and love every mm-hmm. bit of it. Exactly. And I love that we've touched on introspection because I definitely want to go deeper into that. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do, we're going to take a quick break. But we are going to be right back with more of Let's Get Candid. Are you a fun, friendly person that loves to have a good time and to make people happy? Grace Bay Car Rentals needs you to be a part of their team. When you join the team, you can expect to work hard, be challenged every day, and to have opportunities for continuous learning and advancement. You will receive competitive wages and can earn company awards and bonuses, and we promise you will never be bored. Grace Bay Car Rentals is currently accepting applications for fun-friendly people for rental agents, car washers, and drivers, accountants, certified mechanics, and many other positions. Stop by our Grace Bay or Leeward Highway locations to drop off your resume or CV today. And we're back to Let's Get Candid. Right before we left, my co-host Ziggy said something pretty interesting. She said (laughs) that, you know, we have to love the things and the parts of us that we cannot change. So, Z, I want to know, what are those things? Like, what are the things about us we can't change, you think? Okay, let me say it like this. The things about you that that's unique to you that you don't want to change. So let's say that can be the fact that I like my natural hair. And they might be like, no, I think you should wear your hair straight because I just don't like that. Or they might say, you know what? I, I follow this religion, so I want you to follow this religion. Or they might be like, I like my girls thick. Or just something like along those lines, right? But then you, so the thing about it is that you change not because it's what you want to do. Is what you think that this person would like, oh, and so you're like not you're dating the wrong person. Yeah, so like, <laughs> just love who you are, right? Yeah, I I agree with John, and I agree with you in that. It's a lot know, of toxic. It's, it's not like it's not like, hey, listen. So I like I like you kind of right yeah, now. Right? Some let of me, you. Let me Some fix of you. you. Let me fix you. Though. You're my project. Yeah. <laughs> You are my project. <laughs> like, my passion project. I, I know if I want to be somebody's project. No. You know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm not expecting you to love 100% of me. It's going to be hard, child. Trust me. I stress people who know me forever. <laughs> but you could at least, you know, be down with about 75% minimum. That's great. <laughs> Said yeah. 580, yeah. Yeah, good. I feel, yeah, I feel like 75 is a little low, but yeah, it's <laughs> like, so like 80, maybe a little 80. <laughs> I don't know, because, you know, there's certain things about you that, you're still not even aware of yet, you know. Like I, I'm, I'm a feel. I'm I'm the eighty twenty rule. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. So eighty yeah. percent. Yeah, I feel like that, yeah. That if you have eighty percent of what I'm looking for, oh. that's mm-hmm. good. Then you know the other twenty percent. That's wiggle room. Don't be like mm-hmm. that man in the Tyler Perry movie who went looking for the twenty. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm looking for the twenty. Come back for the eighty. Come back for the eighty. Eighty. I'm looking hot. Like a twenty. Okay, yes. Okay, I can agree with that. So scrap what I said. Don't even make that a sound bite. I mean 80. (laughs) (laughs) It's 80 and we're sticking with that now. Okay, so being aware of, you know, you're looking for someone who matches up to at least 80% of what you want out of Mm -hmm. a guy. How is it dating? You know, the the arena, you know, what is what is the, the, dating the Turks pool? arena? The Turks dating in this community, as small as it is. How is that experience? Take a drink to that. Well, first of all, <laughs> I, I probably should take a drink to that. I've stopped dating. Really? In this pool. Oh, I, with you. With you, with you, with you. Yeah. 
Um, no disrespect to you. Yeah, you no, some y'all out no. there might. And and I have decent. to I have to explain that before people come looking for me. <laughs> I I've expanded how and where I date. I guess I have opened myself up to um, online dating. Um, and just exploring other things. I personally don't feel like because you can't find someone here, it doesn't mean that that person doesn't, doesn't exist, exist for yeah. you. Maybe they're not here yet. They come Maybe soon, they're in your travels. Mm -hmm. Maybe they're, you know, yeah. it, I just feel like you should keep yourself as open as possible mm -hmm. um, about your options. Now, if someone presents himself here, I'm not saying that I'm not open, but I've just taken a break yeah. from mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. no. I don't. I, don't I agree. agree. For me personally, mm -hmm. in the period of time where I have been dating people, and uh, I guess you can say looking around the pool, there are great guys out here. There, there are. But for me, you know, you can be a great guy, but you're not a great guy for. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. For you, yeah, yeah. And I think also our age range mm -hmm. of who we're looking for is different. So for me. <laughs> I'm like, gosh, there's hardly anybody here. And it's just, it's impossible. But um, I, I agree with you. There are some incredible people, and I've met some incredible yeah. people, but I've met people either, like, it, you know when you meet someone, I, I believe that it's possible to meet someone, meet the right person at the wrong time. I believe that yes, timing yes. is important it in is. someone's life. Um, so I've met people, maybe not at the right time in their life. Um, exactly. I've met people that have work to do on themselves. The kind of work that we've talked about doing mm -hmm. in our season. I've met people that probably have not done those things. Um, so yeah, it's, I've met great people, but it's just, mm -hmm. I haven't met the person that's great or yeah. right for me. And I think in Turks, mm -hmm. it's just... I think that a lot of persons have become so comfortable with just, you know, the bare minimum so that, you know, it kind of sets the, the tone for what guys would just throw at you, which would be the bare minimum. And you get excited because it's like, you know, that's all she wants. And I feel like if I say this, the person going to know what I'm talking about. Oh, God. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to slip it in and hope for the best. But like, no, like, you know, because I've lived away and I came back home and, you know, I would always get this, like, you know, you, you, you're kind of different in a good way. Mm -hmm. And I had this one time where this person was just like, you act like you're from here. And I was just like, well, I mean, I am from here, but I've lived away. So my thinking, the way I approach it has expanded. So I think, you know, when you come back, like if you lived away or if you're just an exposed person and you come back or you're here, you know, people might look at you like, what do you think she is? Or, you know, something along those lines. And so sometimes it might be hard to date someone because of the way that you, mm -hmm. you think or what you mm -hmm. want because they've mm -hmm. become so complete, comfortable and just, you know, mediocrity that, you know, they're just not going to give more. You know, I, I agree with that because my experience living away, you start seeing things differently. You start dating different people away. Mm -hmm. And you realize that home... Is super small. Like the things that I think about when mm -hmm. it comes to home and the dating pool, though I say the dating pool is shallow and full of pee often. <laughs> <laughs> it, Man, no, you're taking shots tonight. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Now, listen, that's not to to talk bad to the guys who, you know, happen to filter out the <laughs> pee that's in the water and figure they stuff. Great. I'm happy for you guys. But when you look at it, okay, like Jonna said earlier, Turks and Caicos, we, we limit ourselves. I think people living here limit ourselves so much to the idea of, I got to find somebody here. You'll realize, okay, documented, we have like, if I can remember on Wikipedia, they said we have about 40,000. I'm going to say we have 60,000 people mm-hmm. as yeah, a population. I think, yeah, I think so. Right? So we've got roughly 60,000 people. Boom. Okay, me. I'm someone who comes from very, very big families. Lord, that done knock about 50% of the population. They might Then on top of that, oops, wait, the other 50% probably dated my cousin, my best friend, oh, my sister. Hold up, who is left? Oh, they both dated all three of them. So now yeah, that because- those two, so now I number four. And they don't get the whole family line. No. Can't do it. Can't do it. I, you know, when I was younger, I used to always dream of this idea of, oh, I'm going to be just like my parents. I'm going to find a lovely Grand Turk man to marry or a nice (laughs) child. One of the islands. And we're going to always just be right here at home. And it's going to be lovely. It's like, child, no, wait. (laughs) And that's why I say you have to be open to exploring outside. I mean, who's to say that that doesn't lead you back home? There's nothing Mm -hmm. wrong with that. But like you alluded to, when you're when you're not here, the way that you view things change. You're exploring different cultures. You're exploring different ways of life, um, customs, and so it changes how you see things, and it changes how accepting you are of certain other things, and how how much you don't accept <laughs> some yeah. things. So I think that that makes it a little bit difficult too, because. There are some things that I'm just like, mm, hard pass. Mm-hmm. Just, I just can't. Okay, so you say this and this makes me think now. Do <laughs> we? <laughs> do, what, what are your hard passes? Like, okay, do we know what we want? Or is it even so more important to know what you don't want? <laughs> so I did this. I, can, I can't remember. It was so long ago. I don't know if it was a course or I was in some type of group workshop or something. But I remember this lady saying that people say they know what they want, but they really don't. Mm -hmm. And until you can write down on paper, like not physical paper, I have it in my phone. Me too. But (laughs) until you can write down, list the things that are important for you in a significant other, um, in your season of singleness, when you're not jaded by how someone looks or how they treat Mm -hmm. you or, you know, the qualities that you like about them, um, that's what you use as your guideline for dating. So for me, I do know what I want. I do know what my my hard nose are or my non-compromising things are. And then the things that I'm just like, okay, John, you're just being picky. It's really not mm-hmm. that serious. You can bypass this, but still have them on a list. But, you know, those are the mm-hmm. things where it's like, mm, I could live without that or I could do, I could do yeah. this. Yeah. Um, so yes, I do have that list (laughs) and, um, on top, well, so to solidify that I have, uh, well, this pastor's wife, one time she was telling me the reason she decided to marry him was because she had a list and she said he was everything on the list. Like when she went, like she, you know, went back to check this list. Like, I really like this guy. I'm starting to get clouded, you know? And she's like, okay, you know what? You got to check the list. She checks the list. And she was like, there was one thing on the list that he wasn't. And that was one of those things. I think it was 
complexion. Mm-hmm. And just like we should be honest with ourselves about who we are, we need to be honest with ourselves about who and what we want mm-hmm. in you know, a potential partner. Because at the end of the day, if you're looking at it for marriage, that's someone that you're going to spend the rest of your life with. So I think you have to be honest about mm-hmm. about that. Mm-hmm. So she was looking at it and she, she, was, she honestly put that this, this was the type of man she wanted. This was the mm-hmm. color she wanted him to be. And after looking at all of those things, the color was like, you this man is everything else. You I everything. don't need this. And, and that's how she, exactly. Yeah. So that's how she knew this was the man she wanted to marry. So yes, I have that list and I just have not found 80% of that list. <laughs> it's funny because like me and Ziggy both said, we also have a list. For me, I probably have not looked at my list. Oh, no, I look in, at my list often. <laughs> in quite a while. Well, for me, on the basis of I haven't found anyone yet who I'm looking at and thinking, you know, gosh, I, I got feelings, feelings. Whoa, whoa, I might. I, you might risk it all. I, I might introduce you to my mom. No, I might actually tell my mommy I go on a date with you and ooh, say your name. Because I just go out, but I can't tell them who I Yeah, no, 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 no. You no, know. No, can't, can't create no sort of attachment. <laughs> so... Because their parents can keep asking you. They oh, do, and it's very Listen, annoying. my grandmother asks me. She just looks at her. I say, we're not together anymore. She's like, you're not together with him no more. Listen, <laughs> just like, if my grandmother was still alive and I was to tell her about, oh, I go on a date with so-and-so, she'd come back and say, so you just change boyfriends all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I, I'm not even trying to participate yeah, no, in that no. because it ain't like they're my boyfriend or anything. No. I go out on a date. We're going to sit down and have dinner. We're going to have a lovely conversation, mm-hmm. hopefully. Mm-hmm. And by the end of this night, I'll give you a hug and hop in my car and go. Oh, I, you give hugs. I, it's just if like, it, if it's I a just nice hop in and going. <laughs> if it's a nice guy, I'll give him yeah. a hug, you know. But I never let him know where I live. No. No, yeah, no. No. <laughs> we're going to meet. Like, Can I pick you up? No, no we're going to meet. No, mm-hmm. I got a car now. But <laughs> ladies, I love that we've had this conversation regarding singleness. And I'm hoping as we drift into what you know about me, that perhaps the question will be leading towards that. So, Jonah, (laughs) would you do the honors in picking our question of the evening? Okay. (laughs) I read it? Yes. Okay. If you could relieve, oh, if you could relive your life again, what's something you would change? Nothing. (laughs) Wow. Okay. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love the energy. I think... I think when I think, and I thought about this recently, I feel like if I change anything about my life, I probably wouldn't be the person that I am. And everything that I've went through and everything about my life has made me who I am. And mm-hmm. I'm so proud of that person. So I wouldn't change it. I mean, yeah, you make some stupid decisions here and there, but you know, you learn from it and, and that's a growing moment. So you know what? I'm going to stick to the script. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I agree with that, but also there's about Probably two years of my life, I would probably erase it. Like during the period, just erase it. <laughs> I would just like yeah. cancel them out, null and void. Like, no. I always no. say to people, like on the topic of singleness, I always say to people, if we're talking about relationships, anything that occurred before mm. I was like nineteen, mm-hmm. you don't count. I no, don't know you. Listen, yeah. we we're re meeting each other now. Mm-hmm. so you know. I used to make some stupid decisions. You think I was dumb in love too, Jack. I have one ex that I do not claim on no basis. I'm like, that guy. Why are you still saying dating? Why are you still calling my name? Yeah, stop doing that. It's it's ruined my reputation. (laughs) He don't know who he is. So, guys, let's go. He ruined 
in my reputation by calling my my job. <laughs> so for me, I think I agree with a little of both. Um, I agree with the fact that the challenges, everything, every part of your life made you who you are. And I also agree with there, there are parts that I would definitely want to change. Um, but to add to what you said, I feel like even if I change those parts of my life, it would still lead to the finished product because, mm-hmm. I mean, not to make this super spiritual, right? But the thing is, like, God has a plan and a purpose for our life, right? And even when we make the stupid decisions, he's finding ways to reel us back to what the purpose mm-hmm. and the plan is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So even if you erase the two years, or for me, three, um, <laughs> <laughs> but even if you erase those, right, mm-hmm. you would still get to either you get there quicker or, or you'd find some, right, but you would still get to that product you ziggy and you know Mm -hmm. so i feel like even with wanting to erase those parts that we (laughs) don't speak of or think (laughs) of um yeah you you still will get to Mm -hmm. to your purpose and your your plan so yeah, I like you. that, and I'm going to have a Ziggy moment. I'll give you guys a scripture. Oh, <laughs> I should just say we can pull another card because I was ready to pull I a card. Can, I can give you a scripture that leads perfectly with that, and it's my favorite one. I always used to say it when they would ask us a question in Bible study. Like that was my one, <laughs> which is Proverbs three, five, and six, where it says, "Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not <laughs> onto thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge Him, and He shall direct your path." And I think that's really important what you said. You know, mm-hmm. we, we're all destined for something. I believe mm-hmm. that wholeheartedly that we have a purpose. We're all mm-hmm. destined for something here on this earth. So regardless of the decisions and choices mm-hmm. we make, mm-hmm. the path will still lead to mm-hmm. whatever our finished product is supposed to be. And just before you add, let's just make it a spiritual moment because I have a spiritual <laughs> verse to add to. <laughs> this is Job 42 too. For I know that you can do all things and that no plans of yours can be thwarted because... Whatever God set in stone, whatever's going to happen, is going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So nobody can't mess it up. I can't mm-hmm. mess it up. Mm-hmm. Nobody can mess it up. It's going to happen either set way. Set in stone. Yep, set in stone. And this has been such a great conversation, ladies. But it. we have to take yet another break. <laughs> okay. And we're going to be right back with this episode <laughs> of Let's Get Candid. So don't go anywhere. To stay up to date with our latest videos, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel by clicking the subscribe button. Welcome back to Let's Get Candid. Just before we left, we were doing our segment of What You Know About Me. And it was really, really good. So we want to get back into it. And this time, we're going to let Lauren do the honors of picking us a really nice card to answer. All right, then. Let's do this one here. (laughs) So it says, what is one thing you've had to forgive yourself for? Mm. <laughs> you want courage you so <laughs> you want to take a step before you answer. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably necessary. How about you? <laughs> you only want me start. <laughs> okay. Do you nope. You, you don't start with me. All right, let me start. Let me start. Let me start. <laughs> For me, I've had to learn to forgive myself for forgiving too much. Mm, like okay. with myself, I've realized I am very um I guess you would call like 
I give a million and five chances. You know how in baseball it's like three strikes and you out? Mm -hmm. No, darling. I'll give you 2,000 if need be because I have faith that you can grow. Mm -hmm. But that for me has ended up being a problem. And it's been something that I've experienced, not just in relationships, even in friendships where it's just like, you know, okay, so things didn't work out well this time. But okay, it's fine. We'll just pretend like everything's cool. And I'll... For me, it's not even a matter of pretending. I go straight back into just being like, it's all right, you know, because I forgive you for what you've done. Mm-hmm. Only for that to swing back and knock mm-hmm. me back again. And it's like, swing the block, <laughs> you know, spin the block. If it's one time, it's an accident. Two times a coincidence. Three times, it's a pattern, which is mm-hmm. something I need to mm-hmm. learn. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I've definitely had to forgive myself for beating myself up for forgiving people too much. And I think for me, I would say I have to forgive myself for selling myself short thinking that I wasn't good enough. Um, and I think I think now, maybe more so now, I've realized that you actually are really good enough, right? Just stop thinking about the flaws, like the things about yourself that you feel like, oh, they kind of let me because, no, you're, you're fine as you are. So mm-hmm. just really not being so hard on myself because I feel like there's this imaginary mark that I need to meet and I haven't met it yet because, you know, mm-hmm. do we ever really always meet that mark? I think we, we sometimes place unrealistic expectations on ourselves mm-hmm. and then we get so angry and we and we feel so hurt and depressed because we're not meeting this mark when we should just be more kind to mm-hmm. ourselves. And, and, and one thing I keep telling myself is just extend grace to yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, just I keep extending grace for being, you know, sometimes you might do something, you might not do something, but just be, be kind to yourself. And just learn that you are good enough and, you know, everything will fall into place. All right. Now, what about you, Um, I think I would have to forgive myself for continuing to punish myself for something that I've done. You know, like, gosh, not to get spiritual again. Mm -hmm. But, you know, like, if, if God has already forgiven a sin, like, why are you still continuing to beat yourself up? For mm-hmm. something that's already been forgiven. And that's something that I do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you reflect on something and you feel, I feel bad all over again. Like, oh my God, I can't. You get that secondhand embarrassment. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think for me it would be f- forgiving myself or, you know, not punishing myself. Not continuing to punish myself over and over for something that is out of your control. Already paid for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, I... I feel like for both of you guys, there's bits that I've experienced myself mm-hmm. where it's just like, you know, you beat yourself up or you think, gosh, you could do more. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's definitely all a learning process. Mm-hmm. But I so loved the conversation it was we an had amazing conversation. Today. It was so great so today. I want us to do a toast. And for this toast, I want up. us to each say something, be it that we're toasting to what we've learned out of this, whatever it is. But a toast to something around. This How episode. about we toast to where we are or what we expect we for are. our season of I, in our I season? Guess, I, I, I think <laughs> yeah. So let's say two things, right? Where we are, where we want to go, where we want to get to. Gosh. So Jonah, maybe you can. So <laughs> I am toasting to leaving my single season and being in preparation for relationship. Are we doing a toast per thing? No, 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 no. Let's no. just, just let's just raise it. <laughs> All right. For me, I am doing a toast to believing that I can go forward as just me. And also to the hope that 
there will be someone that comes along who appreciates that too. And I'm doing the toast to exploring myself, really getting to understand who I am and just being extremely authentic with who I am and getting to that place where I don't feel like I need to fit anyone's box. Mm -hmm. And someone will come, like you said, who is, I mean, head over heels for what the package is. So cheers. Cheers. There. Yeah, ladies. Cheers. Cheers. And then we'll take a sip. <laughs> so thank you so much <laughs> for joining us on yet another episode of Let's Get Candid. You know, thank you, Jana, for coming on with us and having me. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. You were so fun. Yes. Thank you. You know, I love to have a little bit of alcohol on set. So it's always <laughs> The courage oh. juice, really, what they say, well, they say yeah. Soka give me the powers, but you guess you can swap out the words and put the, these words in. That's so that's Soka okay. give me magic powers. But no, thank you, honestly. You know, conversations like these, they're hard to have. Mm -hmm. And not a lot of people are comfortable with the idea of singleness, yeah. mm -hmm. especially in our community where it's so much of you need to get married, you need to do this, you need to do and that. And the grandparents can say that. They can say you yeah. need to get married. When you get, especially if you have a baby, Sure. I find it the grandparents they start to ask you, he can marry you. More and more. And Have more. you met my mother? <laughs> with, with her one grandchild waiting for more. So definitely I appreciate you coming on with us. And thank you guys for joining us on yet another ride for Let's Get Candid. Please make sure that you watch our next episode. Bye.